0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Full Time Report. I am your host, Duncan, and I am back with an action-packed episode. Okay, so, we've got tons of stuff to catch up on. Unless you've been living on rock, you'll know Cristiano Ronaldo is back at Old Trafford. Um, back at the theater of dreams, scoring goals, just doing his usual epic things for Man United now. He is back. And the Portuguese Magnifico back for a second spell. Man United will have a, you know, a quick breakdown on all his uh, exploits in the last couple of the weeks. Then we move on to the uh, the doomsday situation at Barcelona, and we wrap it up for with a good, a little bit of a good surprise for some of my uh, Aussie listeners out there. Um, now let's go back to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, certainly a different player to what he was. at the when he was at um at um his first billion in uh, Man United, um, not the young dynamic, pacey young winger anymore. He's now you know essentially a poacher, at the the classic number nine. Um, but he's still doing what you know what great players do for the clubs, and that's get get goals. And he's getting them goals. Four goals in the last three games. I don't think anyone can uh, that is impact for Man United. Um, certainly he's looked to a much better signing than I think some some people were saying is going to be flop, you know. Um, look, Ronaldo, you know, he, he he's he's not the same guy, but one thing, you know, with Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, they will get you goals. You know, they, they, it might take them a bit of a while, but they will always guarantee goals, and um, Ronaldo though has been on fire. Certainly a dream start for him. Um, but yeah, the Portuguese legend of um, Man United Certainly, of many of different clubs, is um, it's it, it looking like a, a fairy tale um, start. Certainly, um, my one worry, um, certainly with Ronaldo, is that we we become too consumed by Cristiano, and I don't mean just us fans. I mean the players. I mean I, I'm scared that the players will focus on all just craving for Cristiano Ronaldo that they don't that it, it, it stops their own kind of involvement in games apart from just trying to assist Ronaldo and, and that worries me especially because you've got young players like Rashford, like Greenwood and like Sancho. and already in the last couple of games we've seen him that the key fear Ronaldo and, and people will actually say but that's because he's Cristiano Ronaldo you've got to give him the ball and I agree he is Cristiano you have have to give him the ball but you don't want to do it at the expense of these players you know just basically being his own personal butler trying to serve so if goals up want him for playing. You know, you still want them to have their own individuality, and um, that is something that I don't think we want any of these young promising players to lose. Um. So I, that's my one slight worry, and my other slight worry is that we as fans, because you know football's a romantic sport. You know, the, the you know you've always got headlines and like stories coming together, and you know Ronaldo going to Old Trafford it's certainly, especially when everyone's going to a Man City. It's it's one of those top football romantic stories out there, but I, I worry we could become, as fans, too consumed by Ronaldo to kind of focus on, on issues that may be happening in the pitch, and I certainly, I don't think any fan wants to kind of suddenly get blindsided, but um, yeah, because Ronaldo he's just dominating every every, you know, news, outlet is just reporting Ronaldo that Ronaldo that. And I think we as fans should not be just kind of consuming them, be like have our, you know just be having our rose tinted glasses on, just be Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo. Okay, we are Man United, and we uh, as much as he is legend, the club is bigger than him. I uh, I think we we should you know lay lay it off a little, the obsession with Ronaldo a bit. Um, I love CR seven, but I love Man United more. Um, but yeah. I, i'm i'm you know hoping that the good times keep on rolling for cristiano Ronaldo. because if he can keep getting the goals um united will win games they'll a child title champion of the league i don't know but he's certainly what they're looking for though the I mean. um you know he's, he's he's a good professional so on that aspect certain likes of greenwood and rashford will only benefit from his mentorship and um and he's he's the, he's the number nine United's been missing. Martial, let's be honest, um, he's not number nine. Martial, he wants to be number nine, but he's not. He uh, he's he's more he's more of, he's more of a winger. to This day, you know, attacking, you know, playing the left hand side of the wing for United. He he doesn't make the runs Ronaldo makes. He doesn't you know. He you see Ronaldo, he, he makes those kind of. Um, those runs from the deep tick, and then boom goal. Like 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 that like goal for down. West time. If that was Marcia, Marcia would not have been there. To be fair, Marcia probably wouldn't have been able to get the of first. And even if he if he had Marcia would I don't think would have been sharp enough to pounce the rebound. Uh, and I love Anto, Anthony Marcia. I was I was like ecstatic when he burst in the scene. My courage to pun there, burst in the scene. Um for United. but he yeah, he's not He's not number nine, Marcia. Whatever you, 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 know, you, you think of Marcia, you did not think of a number nine. Classic number nine. Um, yeah. And as usual, everyone, follow us um, on the full-time report at Instagram at the full-time report. Let's move on. Let's move on to the Barcelona. Last thing, last episode, me and my friend Rahul, we did touch on Barcelona a bit. He is a massive Barca fan. And I remember asking him that that question um, that I think a lot of Barcelona fans are wondering. what. Um, should Ronald Koeman go? His response to me was, "You know, like let's give Koeman the season. Based on the news that's circulating out there, Ronald Koeman could be gone by next week. Um, if results then not go his way, next, your next match, Laporta, John, Joan La, sorry, John Laporta, the Barcelona president, has um, been widely reported to be thinking of sacking." Um, Ronald O'Kirian and then that brings a the question though is it justified and and the results have been good but then you look at the signs Barca have made Luke De Jong um they brought Luke De Jong and lost Angeles on deadline day it's not great the squad is it's lacking in, in that quality that we always expect from Barca yes you've got Memphis Depay, he's a great player but you take him out and they're out of the game we saw that in that we that La Liga um draw this week um against Granada. I think they basically just took the part of the game. And Barca had to remember, you know, it was a late, late equaliser runner, Hararau just to equalise, I may repeat, not to win the game, just to equalise. You know, uh, you, when you think of this this club that's had attacking tactics, Samuel Eto'o, Ibrahimovic, Ronaldinho, Lionel Messi, Thierry Henry, just to name a couple, and suddenly you're left with Luke de Jong as one of your backup strikers. It's not promising, so the the quality on the pitch certainly hasn't done Ronald Cumin any favours. Um, but at the same time, Cumin has to be, I think, to be he has to be bl- blamed as well. Uh, he, my 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 pet peeve with Ronald um would be that he you've got he's, he's got some quality young players and he, he, he he's trying to justify him not picking them both, saying it's not the right time. But I I must say, when's the right time? You know, to be fair, Barca. You know, you've got injuries, you, know, you don't have any great players, you might as well at this moment just, just use the season as experimental season, just throw them out. Almost about like what Louis Van Hal I think did. At the end of his spell, you know, he basically just placed like and Paddy McNair, Rashford, you know, he basically just threw a ton of youth out there. I mean, the results weren't the greatest, but you know, he, he did a technical manage to um, unearth Marcus Rashford. You know, I'm just saying. Um, you know, so, Kuman, I think he has to be more flexible. I think he has to re- and I think I realised, I mean, his excuse for, you know, is that he doesn't have the players, but my, my, my reply to him, if you don't have the players, why are you not using the youth guy? Because there's some talented youth guys for Barcelona, like, uh, Puig, um, and actually Puig's the main one, honestly. You know, he doesn't use him. And, and when, when Barca, I think, especially now, because I think Pedri's off injured. You know, you, you got to start using the guys you have. You know, you might not like them for whatever reason, but you, you don't have a choice, Ronald. You don't have a choice. My second big P, the um, Ronald Cumin, is it's. I mean, it's not even a P that him. Actually. actually, this isn't, this isn't even a direct to Ronald That it's really this, this is more defence The club is kind of dead. Barca, you know, you know, and and. Uh, Honestly, I think Barca fans should kind of stick with Kim because I think it's contract expires at the end of in the season, you know, because if you sack him, that's six more million that they're going to have to pay in compensation, and Barca broke. Let me remind you guys, Barca broke. They've got no money. So if I was Barca I'd honestly just persist with what they have. They've got no money. You might as well literally not try to sack the guy. A point I don't know. who who's who who would boss have a point? Contact. Okay. Let's say they get contact. Contact isn't work. Okay. And to so be fair there is a chance that contact won't work because the way contact plays is not, let's be honest, how traditionally boss play. But then at their moment who cares that some bossable fans will say, We just want results and I would say, Okay, you just want results. But then what suddenly what if you'd be like, Oh you know, we want to play the traditional bass oh, no way. And then, you know, you sacante, that just puts a club further down. So I reckon Barca's strategy around should be stick with Kumin. You know, long term pain. I'm sorry, short term pain have the long term gain. Um, you know, try to try to use this season of going cumin as more as like, if we get top four, great, you know, we'll make a decent run in the cup. Um, but don't really expect to win any trophies and then the Barca board really should be trying to actively try to see what managers they try to recruit. I reckon Eric Hag. Should be the target. Plays good progressive football. You know, at Ajax, you know, knows how to play 4-3-3. More, more importantly, you know, Ajax, Barca, the connection, Johan Cruyff. Need I say any more? Um, no, I don't think I need to say any more, honestly, about that. <laughs> um, my only other thing would be to say that um, Roberto Martinez, the Belgian man, has been linked to Barcelona I'm gonna be honest, he's basically another the Ronald Cuban, you know. Because you're gonna remember Ronald Cuban came bastard because he had great results in the Netherlands. He basically revived them. He basically took them from the calling fund. Was in the last, you no, know, 2016 euros? Yeah, 2016 euros. 2018 World Cup. Took them from that to, bottom well, euros. Um, it's same for Rodon Martinez, you know, world. Champ, well, in the world, number one team in the world FIFA World Rankings, which, depending on who you might, you, you talk to, is a great achievement. But he's got great players as well, with Hazard, De Bruyne, Dorgan Hazard, yeah, the other Hazard, sorry. Um, you know, just not a couple of players. And yes, he, he's done in a way well, but they're not really, because you got to remember, Belgium haven't won any trophies. Um, and I, I fear that this is going to be one of those appointments that, that's going to lead to an, another disappointment for Barcelona. And Barca really need to get the next manager appointment on the spot. They can't afford to sack another manager if they sack him. Like, literally, Barca will literally just go in debt. Like, no, not in debt, they will literally just implode just by sacking managers. And that would be a terrible way for this proud, proud club of Barcelona to go, I reckon. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm i feel for all Barca fans there. I'm I am feeling for you all you guys out there. Um, now, yeah, as usual, guys, just a reminder follow us on Instagram at the full time report. Just daily updates on what's happening on the podcast, and uh, you know, there's a little bit of previews out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's finish up, boys, uh, with. Some special, special news for my odd events Vance out there. Now, a lot has been made out there that uh, there's no Australian um, being involved in the Premier League I think for the first time in God knows how many years. Well, there is now. We don't have a play in the Premier League still, but we have someone that's involved, and that's Jared Gillett, who will be refereeing the Newcastle versus the Watford match. Um, he's one of Australia's finest referees. I think he's Imagine championship and League One last season, and he's he's up. I mean, he obviously is quite good to make the jump so quickly. So, all my Aussie fans out there, and my fellow Aussies, you know, go check that Watford and Newcastle match and uh, support him from afar. Um, because you know, I think, we, yes, we don't have a play in the Premier League, but you know, we're still have someone involved in the Premier League. And I think, I think it's the first overseas ref to be referring a Premier League match. That's that's a quite achievement. Um, so yeah, go Aussies. Um, that's basically going to be everyone. Um, as usual, like I said, hit, hit us up on Instagram. If you've got anything you want to talk about, follow us on Instagram and